Hello, and welcome to The Crossing Conversation. My name is Jay. And my name is Craig. <laughs> and he shaved. Yeah, did you notice? Yeah. It's like All right, a, tell me, do I look better or worse? I'm going to be honest with you. I really like the shave, but the beard kind of looks kind of rugged and, and kind of... Um, Dude, it was three weeks, and it was it was pitiful. I understand, but here's the thing: I and I, then I was gonna have court diet because it was like white. I'm not gonna lie; I have pic- I took pictures of you on on Sunday, and yes. like you could see the definition in your face. Like it made you look older. I'm not even gonna lie. But, you know, two people told me that, and that's two people too many. But <laughs> when you had your beard, I didn't. I was afraid to mess with you more. If that makes any well, sense. Well, I'm gonna shave. I'm done then. Well. I, I really didn't want to go looking that way at the wedding I got to do in a couple of weeks, right? Right, right. You know, and so I might give it a shot then. <laughs> yeah, just a half beard. Do you? Do you? You're married. <laughs> I'm going to give them the short version. I'm on a time frame, right? Right. And say a prayer. I'm trying to get my flight from that Sunday mm-hmm. changed to get back here in time, you know? Correct. And I'm having some struggles with that. And yeah, I'm leaving Thursday to be in a wedding. I'm a groomsman nice. um, to yeah, one of our friends, me and Brian's friends. Um, but uh, I have a, f- a few layovers in mind. Oh, so. man. When are you flying back in? Uh, Saturday, late Saturday. Okay. Oh. Boy, are my arms going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, son, you are you're brilliant. Thank you. I'm telling I'm just... You amaze me every day. Okay, just that really means a lot. Hey, uh, <laughs> so for forgiveness, Father, I'm so right. sorry for that lie I just told. Um, so you welcome to the Cross Conversation. <laughs> Not a lie, he's being for real. Uh, uh, we want to welcome you guys. We actually have uh, great things coming up. We have our trunk or treats, really great things. We're in the middle of uh, your extraordinary mind. Yeah, we did a worship session uh, with Brian and I last week. 30 minutes only, just kind of yeah, a short little... kind of under the weather. That's okay, because actually went really well. We, um, I don't know if you heard, if you listened, but we discussed how a lot of people say, oh, you're a worship leader, you have a, you have a David's anointing. But really, what Brian does, David was a music director, more of a sense. Yeah, I he, agree. He grabbed more people, put them in their places for them to advance, like to, for them to, to be the best they could be. Which is what Brian kind of does on Sunday. Yeah, he and, talks, and you know. those that are in church, if you're watching tonight or online, you may not know that and how you know Brian is directing that from the keyboard. So, Brian, why don't you do it? How to tell us what your role is in that in worship? Can you tell us. So, yeah, do an example. What What do you say in our ears? What do you say in my ears? Oh, so a quick example would be um, Jay. Are you ready to? Uh, just to start the song or um if we're going into a like uh what we call like a spontaneous moment right it would be like all right guys just let's just follow uh just follow jay and then it'll probably be like i'll start screaming like numbers to to play because um, those numbers coalesce with yeah, chords with chords and, and notes. notes and yeah. stuff and yeah it's a good thing that would be convenient. and you don't know see we people don't know but like in our in-ears so which kind of, and then Brian's like, yeah, do that part again. Yeah. And we play a chorus. We go, oh, yeah, can we let's do it? And then it'll be like, okay, uh, take, you know, kind of run with that or go with that. So it's really yeah. cool. Well, and, and I think, and I think in that, you know, you know, Brian, you have to, I mean, that's an, uh, that's something you got to feel with the Holy Spirit in that. Especially this past Sunday when, oh, yeah. um, Jay 
he went uh he sang a part over a completely different part in the song that was supposed to be like nothing and Dre started singing like I think he started singing the chorus mm-hmm. where like the bridge was supposed to be and I was like actually messed up big time but I was just the spirit was so heavy oh man that I was just both like, our worship services okay and even you apologized at Oleander right going over and and here's my thing um I'm trusting you guys to be in tune with the Holy Spirit as I am you know and I've been in services and it's been a while and I'm open for the Lord to do that is that the Lord will just take that worship time and music, and that becomes the service, mm-hmm. you know. And and anytime the Lord, I joke with it when I go look, you know that that's great. I thought it was really cool. But if, why don't you just tell me that during the week when I'm preparing a message, and you know I just go play golf or something. But because <laughs> no, no. that's how the Lord works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not. Uh, he didn't give me that kind of insight. Well, he is the beginning and the end. So wouldn't he know that's going to happen? Yeah, I think what I need is in ears to tell me to. End the message, Craig. See if End had... the message. No, that would be funny if you had a mic to our ears. Hey, shut up. No, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'd let you guys roll. I just need, like, man, I went, like, how long did that go at Indrio? Did you ever look at the time? No. It was, like, 48 minutes. Yeah. That's okay. That's well, right. I mean, I Good here's word. my thing, though. I, I, you preached and did a great job the week before, and... You know, trying to working through the illness and that, and and it's this has just been the last six weeks and in, in getting all that together. I think I just need a break to right. refresh and in, in that. And we have a before we do our icebreaker game, we do have a guest speaker, Teresa Noach. Will be yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, she's going to be with us. What's the date this Sunday? Uh, October the 23rd. 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 Just those of you who are listening late to this podcast. Director of the New Daughters of Naomi. That's correct. And uh, in fact, uh, I was in a meeting at Oleander today at three and uh, and they were doing some counseling in that office we provided Oleander. Nice. So yeah, man, that's, it's cool. And Teresa, you know, she's spoken here one time before mm-hmm. and uh, we thought that was really cool. And, and so, yeah. she, you know, from what I understand, and I don't tell somebody what to preach if they're coming in, mm-hmm. you know, um, in this particular setting of the, you know, you know, in the mental health, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, the last I talked with her, it was more about what do you do about the voices in your head? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, well, that's kind of, you know, that's not really healthy. Well, here's the reality is between 85 and 90 percent of all of our con- conversations are self-talk. Really? You had you've been thinking some things as I've been talking and that, and so we we process in our minds. Yeah. And so, what kind of, of of messages are we speaking to ourselves? Right. What do you do with all of that? And and that's where Teresa's headed this weekend. That's gonna be awesome. Um. So we're gonna start with our icebreaker game. Yeah. Um, daughter tried calling you. I don't know if she's gonna try calling me. Well, next. I tried to call her because you know uh, I did pick up today my new chairs I bought mm-hmm. from the place up in bureau mm-hmm. and so i loaded in the box right frankie helped me nice the chairs that you guys are getting in your new home yeah and i gave a third chair to you i was just going to pass that along you know that that re- swivel recliner rocker in my living yeah. room yeah that the other rocker cloth and then the one in my bedroom somebody nice. gave me this big recliner swivels reclines rocks i put that in my bedroom might be the new bed. I bet people who other people say the boudoir. <laughs> um, I don't know anyone that says 
Also, whenever no one you, says it. Whenever you like Courtney calls, you never call her back. She's like, hey, my dad hates me. Okay. You know, I wasn't gonna say this, but I have called you guys multiple times today. And here's the new rule. I picked up. Oh god. You did. I not. didn't pick up one time. Miss one missed call for me. I usually it was like hours before you called me back. 16 minutes. It's in 16 minutes. Missed. Well, listen, here's the new rule. During the week, I'm the boss. And I don't go to voicemail. That's a new rule. <laughs> All right, let's, before I get in trouble, let's do the icebreaker. Let's do the icebreaker. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, Brian, All right, Brian, tell us how to play this game. All right, so it's very simple. Okay. It's called Word Sneak. Word Sneak. Okay? Word Sneak. Word Sneak. All right, so you have 10 cards in front of you, all right? You cannot read them right now. Can't read them. Can't even look at them, all right? Yeah. So the goal is is to, you're going to have a normal conversation. Okay. The goal is is just to work those words into the conversation. Okay. As you're speaking, uh, one at a time, one one card at a time. Yeah, one card at a time. You cannot look at the other. You cannot look at the next card until you uh, use uh, the word. How do we know? They, how do I know if he's? You won't. He won't. He'll just flip. He'll, he'll probably yeah. He'll put his card. You have to. You, you have to play it naturally. You can't let him okay, know. Okay, so once I do use the word in conversation, I put it down and go to the next. Well, you just you can put the card to the back of the pile, or you can just put I it just to the side. That way, you'll just don't know, show it. Yeah, you'll know. I'll know. Okay, he got that word on me. Okay, I'll start then. Mm -hmm. That okay. So all right, um, you know. I really do love. Don't make game. it don't don't make it seem like you're you're trying to come up with something. Oh like, no, you, I was really to, just gonna oh. actually have a. I don't know if it looked that. Right, it looked did. That <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's got to be like the first right. word. No, you know. Um, and I'm thinking, is, speak, is it in his own everyday vocabulary? Speaking of, we were talking about family. You know, I think you know, and I love my family so much. The only thing is that I I have so much respect for Lucy. And Courtney. The only thing I don't have respect for Lucy is that she wears Crocs. Um, I don't really like Crocs, or I, and I don't really agree with them um, because they they look sweaty, and um, I, I always make fun of Lucy when she wears them. Well, sweaty. Um, hmm. I get that. You know, and and thinking about it, and uh, uh, you know, looking at you know, like sweaty. I'm thinking mm -hmm. you're thinking stinky feet, and, right? And and um, and all that, and, and 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 Uncle Brian is the reason she likes yes, us. And then I said, you know, Lucy, I'm going to get me some Crocs to wear. And mm -hmm. I was like, did I really say that? And and then and then I'm, she goes, they're like expensive, and she, I can't remember the price. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, my book shoes, I wear these forever. Yes. And so you know, it's like, boom, baby, I'm not getting those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that was, <laughs> he did good. He did. So, um, yes, but the only time I'd ever wear Crocs is like if I was going like maybe like a small hike, eating trail mix, you know, maybe some Snickers or like some like little, little, a little walk, not a long walk. You know what I mean? I don't know about hiking or something in Crocs. Yeah, yeah not a long ways, but just to wear enough because they're meant to be outdoorsy, right? No. Oh, they're not meant to be outdoorsy? I didn't think so. They're more like a casual... In office, going out, kind mm. of thing. I would wear them to an amusement park. They're they're that comfortable. Are they? Yeah. You know, I might try them. Yeah. You know, I wonder if if I could buy a pair of dolphin Crocs. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, that'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool. Dolphin colored so. Crocs. Yeah. yeah. They probably do have those. You can yeah. also make the stickers for those. Um, you can also look good in an orange beanie with that. 
Really? Yeah. An orange? Because that's the colors, isn't it? Orange is part of the dolphin color? Yeah, aqua orange. Aqua orange, yeah. But they make a beanie? No, I'm just saying, you would, if you wear those, you gotta wear like an orange beanie with like a dolphin shirt or something. Yeah, you know, I just get a pair of black Crocs then, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So, anyway, you know, and speaking of the dolphins, okay, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of the dolphins, um, we were three and oh, I know. We lost three, we lose our starting quarterback, and it's the next string. week, second string, first play, then this week, Thompson. Thompson's yep. in there. He was doing really good. He was. He was actually, hanging in there. Yeah. He's kind of impressed. Good arm. And then hurt right thumb, you know, bleeding. I'm like, okay. I didn't see the guy bleeding out like he turned white. I mean, I mean put wrap it on up. that thing and let's go to work, brother. It's not broken. No, I mean, I'm like, dad, nab it, man. Yeah. Jeez. But listen, but that's, that guy just wants you there, bang. It's, it's done. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, you went, once you're there. That's the Sappens, and then you now you have your second string back, Bridgewater. Well, 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 yeah, I got him back. Um, but we also have, um, you know, we have um, Tua back yeah. this week. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're, I'm doing, by the way, this guy, Yes. you're number three in number fantasy three. football. I'm number nine. nine. How, how quickly the mighty have fallen. And... Your Giants won. Five and one beat the Ravens. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I Ain't nothing believe. better than Philly right now, though. There were games That's true. this week in the football thing I do in fairways, right? Right. I lost six games. I was only one game from winning, and I had to, I had the combined score. Last night was 35. I had to take 34 low. Okay. And, okay, the Giants, I, I didn't go with the Giants. Who thought the Steelers would beat the Tampa, the Bay. Tampa Bay? Okay, and the Jets won. I mean, like five games that they're like, ah, that's easy. Yeah. All boom, I was gone. Listen, you know, and jeez, uh, what's your what's your? What, did you? Are you good? Did I'm you good? Did you get? Oh, okay. So I want to ask you a question. So this is a question for our listeners here while playing this icebreaker game. Like, what is your favorite go-to snack or meal while you're watching a sports or movie? Mine's a pot of chili. Like, just oh my word, good old I chili. Do not like. Do you chili. put crackers in your pot Absolutely of chili? Absolutely, I do. No, 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 no. Crunch them up. You know, I, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, with that last stream, candy, chips, all that is not, and so I pretty much. Like yours prunes or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that new medication made me put the prunes away. I don't want to be too much. I popped the cork, you know, off a bottle and ate some tomatoes. <laughs> you popped the cork what? Off a bottle and and uh ate some tomatoes. Very Italian of you. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I know Craig. Craig is um whenever he's watching TV. He just goes ragdoll. He just sleeps sometimes. So it depends on how. It depends tired on the he day. Is. Yeah. You know, and I, I thank God they moved my virtual appointment. I mean, my appointment to virtual. Uh -huh. That doctor, I hate to ask for it. I don't like it. Nothing's working to help me sleep at night. Mm -hmm. You know, oh my, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> okay. You should take some sleeping medicine. 
I'm going to ask for something. I've tried all the over-counter and all that. You know, I've tried the music, the rain, and the thunder of little sounds the on the radio. The Forget about it. Really? I turn on, we turn on the thunderstorms on YouTube, the dark screen. Oof, it's nice. Silence does me just, just fine. What is it? Silence. Okay. Or a fan going? Well, here's my thing. Fan, I got, fan going too. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I got a fan. I got going, and you know, I'm a TV thing. I need the TV rolling, and that goes most. It goes all night, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try not to drink anything past 5 p.m. So I don't have to go to the bathroom <laughs> 19 times. You know. Nice. So anyway, well, nice. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, as as we're talking about, I know we're talking about sports and different things with this icebreaker game. But what's most important is um, I think a lot of churches, moving to churches, it's great to have events and different events of what you can do. But think about how much, you know, paper is wasted at these events, like football games, church events. We go through it. Like, wonder what paper companies are going through, like how they're struggling. Think about how much paper we use and – some of it just gets laid on the floor. Some of it just gets crumbled up and just moved. Yeah, go through the pews or, or the pew chairs on Sunday at yeah. the crossing. You know. Yeah. I got a I got a great win here for us. You know, you know, we prayed last week for the Jenkins family, and mm-hmm. so we hosted that funeral mm-hmm. on Saturday. And and it and it, man, I mean, it was so much. You were there, Brian were there, mm-hmm. others upstairs, guest services, just so much. And um, and and uh, I got a call, and on my way here. And somebody that was in there really kind of got touched by the whole service. Mm-hmm. And this person had been talking to them about their relationship with God, and they were, like, struggling. But the guy wants me to come and see him, mm-hmm. the guy that's been kind of struggling. Right. And so, uh, anyway, it, it was, uh, you know, to honor Rainer's life, his strong faith, and, you know, you know, he's always talking about hedgehogs and all that kind of stuff. It was just bizarre, you know. Yeah, hedgehogs are really... Uh... It can be pretty nasty. At yeah, like a squirrel. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, <laughs> squirrels. No, you know what? I think all every animal has an invitation to a zoo, except a squirrel. Squirrels do not. I understand in your new neighborhood that there's a lot of squirrels. Mm, uh, not no, not as much uh, as like Lakewood Park that area. No, we're we're good. There is uh there's one trying to like nesting up in our like little uh over covering there that there, our roof, but uh I don't see how people have pet squirrels. Like, I don't know. That would how do you like how do you do that? Just, yeah, or how... oh yeah, you see some of these things like these TikTok videos, you see all that. I I saw one last week, I think, in the early morning hours of not sleeping, I get into TikTok and uh <laughs> and this lady's like, Oh, I gotta open the door for the girls and I'm like, What? Opens the sliding door. And in walks two ducks. They walk into the bedroom, the second or third bedroom, and walk in and get in their little cage and covers them up. I'm like, this is a crazy world we live in. Two little ducks. Speaking of, you know, going back to the trunk or treat, you know, um, we got to meet with Heaven and, you know, about the school because they got some great ideas. Love to put a plug in for the school. I mean, we do so much. And and that here to Andrio, mm-hmm. you know the special needs they in the in the you know pretty much in the spectrum of of of, of autism you mm-hmm. know behavioral kind of things, so uh, and they got you know therapists and all that kind of stuff that sure. are, is really cool. 
Yeah, and uh, we won't be having like uh, at our truck retreat. We're not going to be having like hamburgers or like pork chops or stuff. But we are going to have hot dogs. Why not hamburgers? I, last time you guys didn't though, right? Does it matter? Well, it, it's just a matter of you know having enough people to to make that because doing hot dogs is one thing. What I'd really like, and we had talked to it about it a while back, is just having somebody show up with a food truck. You know, let people go through on the food truck and, mm. you know, maybe we could take a buck off of something if they wanted to buy something, or, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk to uh, somebody in our our senior softball league, you know. Uh, they, um, at the end of the season, they always have a food truck come in and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, maybe I'll get that guy's number and see what they could do. There is a food truck. Um that uh, I think Christian FM sponsors is one crafted weenie, one crafty weenie. Really good. Christian FM does that, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're I mean, they're a great gang. You know, oh. we we did a pickup today. You know, out there, me and Frankie, and uh, haven't seen this in a long time. You know, last week Devin was on the truck with us, and he found a whole bunch of of albums. Is that what? Yeah, they're no, they're yeah, doing? records. And he was going through those things, and then we found a record player. Hmm. Man, so okay. maybe he's got something to play oh, yeah. the records on. He does. You know? Um, I, uh, you know, don't really have much really to talk about, but maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have any raw footage you can send to him or anything like that? Oh, nice. You know? You know? <laughs> oh, well. Speaking of that, at, at uh, Halloween and, and Harvest Festival, you're gonna do any any carve out any pumpkins or anything? I think it'd be a really good idea. I don't know. I didn't think about that. I put it on the thing. Yeah, but I'm not a good carver. They look, my, <laughs> my, my pumpkins, if I carve them, they, they look very like I don't yeah, deformed. I don't like of. all the like gut them and you That's see disgusting. all the seeds and I don't, stuff. I don't see how people do I don't that. Wanna, yeah, to get your hands down. No, it oh, just smells like it yeah. literally smells. Yeah. Like the inside of a horse's stomach. You ever smelled that? The inside of a horse's stomach? Oh, cow's stomach. I'm sorry. What did I say? Horse. You said horse's stomach. I'm sorry. And I was about cows. to ask a lot of questions. Well, I don't know that I've cows. ever experienced the odor of either of those inside the cavity of. <laughs> the cavity? I meant the stomach. Dude, I don't. Well, uh, um, no. I mean, uh, there might be some anti people out there. I don't do it anymore. I used to, you know, with my father, I go hunting all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that. I mean, I didn't mind it, but it wasn't pleasant yeah, when you had to cut them open. open a deer up out in the field and yeah. open up and pull out the stomach and all of the what organs. you don't need. Yeah, yeah you don't make a mistake of, you know, penetrating the stomach because, hello, it's a whole different odor. I can't breathe. It comes part of the food chain, you know, all the buzzards and all that coming to yeah, eat all that. Eat yeah. So on that iceberg game, we did pretty good. My words were Crocs. Trail mix, orange beanie. I knew that was it. Bang, pot of chili, ragdoll. I thought that one. Pip paper company, invitation, pork chops, and gang. All right. Okay. Mine was boom baby. Oh wow! Yeah, that's awesome. Dolphins. Wow. Okay. Well, that's... And this is great. Dagnabbit. You've heard my red. Bro, you know what's funny? When I wrote that word down, I was like, I was like, if Craig gets this, 
he def this is something he says all the time. Yeah, what are you talking Jack about? Nabbit when the, the Dolphins quarterback, the Giants work that in too, baby. Cork, that's kind of obvious. I don't pop the cork off of any bottle. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't even know how, but I, I like, what do you eat during the game? Uh, well, you know, I well, pop the cork off a bottle and some tomatoes, tomatoes, what he- hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't think rain or like heads up. Autism, I got that one. Okay. And I got record player. Okay. Ooh, I transitioned. Raw footage. Raw footage. Kind of throughout there. And pumpkin. Nice. Hey, Brian, how we do? Who did the best? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Let's not put him on. No, don't put me on this. You guys been friends but forever. But Jay did the best though. Yes, I can fire him. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think Jay did. You're fired. No, I don't like those no, words. Um, well, guys, that was our iceberg game. Uh, we have actually been talking as well. This is actual things that are going through our brain that these words made us uh, pretty much put out there. But we are going to discuss your extraordinary mind. Um, it was a, it was fun last Sunday. Um, coming, I basically came from the aspect of um, how you know, even in the turmoil and different, how these words kind of define certain people. It's not who we are. What mm-hmm, lies within mm-hmm. that is faith, and um, and how within that each story that represented uh, those words. Um, how faith had everything to do with it and a miracle, but a miracle that somebody helped somebody with an yeah. illness or what they were doing. And, um, you know, and then this Sunday, uh, we had a really great message. You're more sitting down this time. How'd that feel? Uh, I've, I've, you know, in the early days, you know, I, I did a lot on a stool and, and this week was just fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to do this medicine thing. And, and I was so drained after Oleander Man. I was ready to go home, and and uh, I did um, nap through the second game quite a bit. Yeah, I, uh, Courtney and Lucy were napping, but I couldn't I couldn't help but watch almost every one of them every one of the games. <laughs> couldn't yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, through the process of you know Sunday and broadcasting that Facebook Live, YouTube, um, our podcast. It's just another opportunity. I, I just looked because the last time I looked, somebody asked me how many people viewed the the Jenkins service. 1.6. views. Whoa. On that. And the thing that blows my mind, you know, the guy, Matthew, that led the congregational hymns, you know, it was a Southern Gospel Day boy. Right? Yeah. Right. Nine songs, four, five, four congregational family reunion song. I mean, um, it was a great worship service. It really was, really. Yeah. 1,600 people so far viewed that. That's awesome. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed uh, the, I mean, uh, you know, the, the praise, the music, what they were doing with the hymns and stuff. It was interesting, but, you know, the funeral's a celebration of life, you know? And, and that's what they wanted, and they wanted, you know, Rainer, you know, after his, his uh, four-wheeler accident and, and had the brain injury, he was, you know, like I said in, in the message part, he was like super duper bold in your face about your about faith right and and when i'd be with him somewhere i'd be going like hey dude just back off you know we might get shot or something like that he did not care <laughs> and so of the people that came up for prayer we had some people do that and then the call that i got today you know the lord's just going to work in all of that yeah you know and no doubt works, about it you know he works even in those situations which is that's tough you know, oh, those, man, you know especially being a minister you know you help marry people you know you helped um uh, 
you know, for children in their yeah, you know, baptizing them and and also anointing them and dedicating them, and then you have the other aspect of life with the which is the funerals and the ending of our fleshly life. Yeah, I think it's I think it you know, um, if 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 you know, I've always said if I get noticed somehow that I'm going to be passed, I'm doing my own funeral. Brian's going, I'm going to do it early. Brian can you know doctor it up and make it look really cool. A video. A video. A video. Yeah, you record my funeral. Pre, prior to. Are you okay with that? I'm faking his funeral? No, no, no. No. He's videoing himself for it to be played at his funeral. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it up. I got my intro song, my outgoing song. Fireworks. Oh, yeah, we can do all that. Come on, man. You know, I'm thinking about starting out with uh, my opening song. People are coming in, sitting down, the video tribute, getting ready to play. You know, we're going to have Highway to Hell start, and mm. and then we're going to end with Stairway to Heaven. Oh, right. I got this thing. No, there's, <laughs> there is no way. Would that be freaky? I'll be, uh... Like my, the cell phone go off in the casket. Oh, Craig's phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, having it, something in there where there's like a knock on the casket. Hey! Open, it, open <laughs> this thing up, man. Let me out of here. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we would all be pretty much devastated and then kind of laugh and then go back to being devastated. That's normally what would happen. I don't think you'd be devastated after he would you, you would be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're alive. Maybe, oh, maybe a, a shot of me in heaven, you know, in my in my angel wings. <laughs> oh no, we would just we, we I would have him stand on a green screen and just have him ascend. <laughs> like Oh listen. Okay. <laughs> We may just, you know, we'll have to update it or something. I don't know. We need to do that. That's brilliant. That's a that's hilarious. It so, is. Can I ask you a question before sure. we dive more into the sermon stuff? <clears throat> Angels, the way they're described in the Bible, are not necessarily human beings. They're looking like human beings with little angel's wings. They're actually, which Lucy and I, Lucy, I was showing Lucy what real, like what a biblical described angel would look like with the wings all over the eyes and mm-hmm. the eye. She's like, oh. Well, I, I, I don't I don't think theologically when we go to heaven, we become an angel. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I would like, I mean, it would be good to me. If right. the Lord gave me a little, little grace, I could come back and play some jokes on people. Do you, I mean, in the spirit. It's interesting because the way angels are described in the Bible are pretty funky looking. Well, they are, and they're very... Uh, have a, a very direct purpose. You got some of those warring dudes that you know get you. <laughs> and they have the messengers. Yeah, and and uh, and then and they do a lot of happy dancing when people come to know the Lord, right? That's what I. Angels in heaven rejoice. If I was an angel, God would put me as a messenger. I'd show up to somebody, a warring angel. No, I'm just a messenger. <laughs> Here's your mail. <laughs> But you look so mighty. That's the robe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the whole garb they gave me up there. I'd like to be a warring angel, though. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. A what? Warring. You know, the angel that, you know, I really believe that in the, we live in the physical realm, mm-hmm. but the spiritual realm that's working around us. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe as followers, you know, that we have this protection of, of supernatural power around mm-hmm. us that. I think if if we saw if if we had an insight, just a glimpse of what the war was around us, of the protection, well, I think that'd be cool. In Armageddon, 
technically Ooh. revelation it's going to be armageddon which is yeah let's not scare everybody on that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other study. Yeah, anyway, so but this, uh, like we said, you were sitting down, which we were exhausted. But um, I know you could only like we we went a little longer in worship, but you were uh, discussing this part and your extraordinary mind. What stuck out to you this time? Well, um, you know, and and different levels of mental health disorder and things like that. And and like I, as we talked about it at the beginning, I said, you know. The number I heard in for years was 87% of our conversations are self-talk, mm -hmm. okay? Um, I mean, you can be singing and have this, this thought process in your mind going or preaching. You know, I, as I'm doing that, you know, my mind is turning. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times it's like, okay, you chase that rabbit, make sure you go back to the point that, and then a few other <laughs> times it will say, you did not get back to that. And I'm like, well, it's a little late. And so I have a little conversation. And so what do you do with those? And I've always said there, there is no magic medication that's going to help someone. And I even said, you know, scientifically, medically, mm -hmm. no one has ever died from an anxiety attack. Right. Okay. Now, when you have that disorder, I've heard, you think that you are. And, and the, the more difficult it manifests itself in anxiety, shortness of breath, you, right. you know, sweating, all that kind of stuff is, uh, and so there's medication to help that, but there is no magic med medication. And so it does begin to, the next step is, what are we going to do for ourselves mm -hmm. and what we tell ourselves? Right. And so I, I made this statement and I have it on my notes from the weekend, um, is, you know, instead of just reading a couple Bible verses, which the main two were, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, mm -hmm. and, and Romans 12, 1 and 2, um, is how to deal with those kinds of, of, of thoughts. And that 87% of self-talk, I really believe the majority of that is a negative mindset. You know, like I used the description uh, at Oleander, you know, I'm out mowing one day, and, and I was just going in this negative mindset. Right. And I'm telling people off on a zero turn, okay? I was just, it was just one of those days. And, and it wasn't anything that really happened. I'm just turning up stuff from the past. Right. And seven times I count, I had to stop and say, Lord, and just renew my mind and get off of that. You know, and, and, and I said, instead of just going through a Bible verse and all that, let me give you a step-by-step -step process of how we, how we can do that. And so Second uh, Corinthians 10.5. We demolish arguments right. and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And that's that negativity and, and all that that we're doing. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Right. Now, what do you think of when I say, and Brian, you can jump in too. When I say the word, it says take captive every thought. What, what does captive look like to you? Prisoner. Prisoner. Brian? Okay. Prisoner? Yes. Prisoner. Prisoner? Okay. Take to, to get a prisoner. Huh? Take, take hold, hold of. You, you got to wrestle with. Maybe maybe handcuff them. You know, big zip ties, you know, like on some of the bounty hunter shows. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that, but I've seen it quite nice. a bit. Nice. Yeah, he's done it. Huh? He's done yeah, it. You've done it. Uh, I'd like, you know, never mind. And so anyway, no, I haven't. <laughs> um, but you know, that that's not a God responsibility. That's a person responsibility. Mm -hmm. Paul's writing to them, 
is, is that in Corinthians, we have the power to demonic, demolish every pretension that sets itself up against God's. Mm -hmm. And so the, the key to that is recognition. And, and I said, oh, look, nobody knows me like I know me. Mm -hmm. All right, no one. But I have to be in tune and sensitive to my thought processes. Okay, because your thought processes, the longer that you have that negativity and you don't take it captive, mm -hmm. and to make it obedient to Christ really means to make it obedient to the truth. Right. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so we have to, to take that prisoner and make it obedient because if we don't, then our feelings, our emotions engage, and there's nothing more but action to follow. Mm -hmm. The positive thought process in that in our emotions was positive walking. If it's negative, we're going to live out that action, walk it out, very, very negative. Right. But the thing I was trying to get the point was, is that's a you responsibility. Yeah. And, and uh, I think it was Pastor Terry, I gave him credit for it anyway, when he was on our staff years ago. Mm -hmm. He said, he always said this, that every... Every action that we take causes a reaction right. from God. And so that's a us responsibility right. to do that. And, and I really wanted to, to, to drive that home. I spent a lot of time in the fact of 2 Corinthians 10 and what that looked like. And then Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Did you get anything out of it? I know you did listen. So I did. And so... Um... <laughs> I know you did listen. I know you're tired. I, I, that was great worship. I'm telling you. That'll worry it you. Was, it, both services were. Yeah, and it's it's actually been really great. It's been awesome, you know. Um, but it's yet yeah, it's true. Dude gets a lot out of you. But my main thing is my my aspect when we talk about the extraordinary mind. And I heard you know to do you know the reaction. What he said, Pastor Terry was what he said is true, and kind of it's really based on us with our thoughts and what we do next and if we have that negative then it's gonna be a negative action so but i'm thinking like you know our mind they still haven't cracked it, like the, even the surface of what our mind can do oh the, the neurologists are like you know by the way thank god for neurologists what we know now is fantastic but we really don't understand even the compartments in our brain that store things and that why do we act this certain way okay take someone that's had um a major surgery, a major procedure, mm -hmm. or um, treatment for some kind of fatal disease. Mm -hmm. Every doctor, everybody involved says, listen, these are the things that we're going to do, but you got to help you. Right. And you need to have a positive attitude right. and have a positive mind in this. Right. Okay. Because I think in that process is, in that positive thought process, and that is that, our, our minds are incredible things that we've yet, like you said, really understand it all. Mm -hmm. And then yet, at the same time, our bodies can heal itself. Yes. I mean, I, I talked to someone a week ago. They had had a, a heart attack in the Widowmaker, okay, which is that main vessel in the heart. And, and typically, if you have a heart attack and, and you have a blockage in the Widowmaker, you don't make it. Right. Okay. Uh, but what had happened, that person survived. And, but in the process of all of that plaque building up to, to, to you know, really 100% block that artery, that the heart had developed and, and, and grown other arteries 
to feed the heart. Correct. You know, and, and that's just really incredible, man. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. I think about because God created us in his image and that really, if we're created in God's image, then that means that our mind is created as well in his image. Absolutely. Meaning that, not saying that, you know, God has a human brain. I'm just saying God has a mind to create to what he created. It has to come from a source of somewhere of the power of thinking. That even an omnipotent God, that if he doesn't have a mind or a brain or some thought process, then there would be no creativity. So obviously, he created us in his thought process. But the thing is, I think that that's one thing that I don't think we'll ever, you know, really fully understand is our mind. Because that is something that where I can think something right now, a word, but nobody can ever think of what I'm thinking and read my mind because it is something that keeps only with me. As you said, it's our responsibility, but it's also very, very, um, what's it called? Uh, what's it called when something I'm trying to, th- uh, very uh, delicate, no, it's very um, personal, mm-hmm. really personal means the thoughts that you have are the most personal things that you have because nobody else would know unless you say something. So it's almost just like the mind and what we're capable of doing is, you know, like we said, the power of, uh, you know, what's an osmosis. Uh, sometimes people believe that they have disease and all of a sudden that they might have a disease or, you know, what is the thought process of in our body obeys that command or will it, what does it do? You know? Well, Life lived in pressure. Life lived in 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 this pressure um, that is weighing on you emotionally, and so your thought processes are very negative. Mm-hmm. Which, in, in a medical turn, goes into what they call psychosomatic disorder. Mm-hmm. And so, psycho the part of the mind, you know, somatic systemically, is that that thought process and that pressure, that anxiety, that that has a negative effect on our internal organs mm-hmm. and then people develop you know stomach issues heartburn you right. know all of that kind of stuff and, and so the thought process is begins that whole thing systemically where it it really begins to affect and tear our bodies apart internally right. stress yeah and that's oh. where stress comes in where anxiety yeah it's actually a real thing people have anxiety i think it causes the body to stress as a whole because you know, I mean, if somebody's in a coma, what are they thinking? They don't even know what's going on, but their body's still kind of functioning mm-hmm, on its own. Mm-hmm, it's still mm-hmm. doing what it's supposed, what it thinks it's supposed to be doing. Um, but I think the extraordinary mind is basically tell us that, you know what, that our, we have more power than we think being renewed by our mind. And I'm not that kind of person, again, that, that wakes up with an illness that I can't uh, run, like meaning like, how do I even start the day? Or there's some people who, when they wake up, they struggle because it's such a burden on them because of what they're going through mentally. I don't know really what that feels like. I struggle in other ways, but it's, but God says, but to be renewed by your mind is so important, but we're still figuring that out. It's mankind. Well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the renewal of the mind, it, and I, and I taught, let me read Romans 12, 1 and 2. And, and it's from the NIV, and it's got a little churchy translation in it. Uh, Therefore, I won't chase that rabbit like I did Sunday way too long. Uh, You know, I get into the teaching mode on that thing. I I urge you, he's begging them. And then he calls them out. He's writing to a group of brothers and sisters. Look back in view of God's mercy. You know, and take a little journey back and see where God has been so merciful to us. You know, so in light of that, 
make a decision to offer yourself up, your bodies up, as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and so every day we have a decision: Are we going to offer up our life, our day? Let's just pick a day. Okay, we're just going to Lord today. I, I just I'm doing my best to surrender to you and use me the way you want to. Because in the past, I know you've done that. And because of that, I need to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I, need to, I need to make myself a living, and it says a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That holy is a lowercase h, which means to be pulled out, to become separate. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so, and in that, it, it is the good and pleasing, you know, will of God. But he goes on to say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Okay. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so, it, you know, the world, I mean, look at the stress and all the things that are going on in the world today. If I hear another political argument uh, and, and then trying to say, well, we're in this situation because of, of the former administration or, or this administration that's here, you know, they're not in tune with the needs of the people. And, okay, and, and the reality, in my somewhat humble opinion, it's not about the people. It's about saying what I need to do to get elected again, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so you get into that in that mind. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. In a real sense, it's like, I got to make a decision. Uh, I know, laugh. Senior softball. Okay, I've been on this team. Uh, five. What's the age requirement for well, senior softball? Well, there's two softball? levels of senior ball. There is the um, fifty to sixty. Okay. Okay. And then there's the sixty. Um, so you go to heaven and like a city league kind of thing. What is the average like speed? Of like somebody running to like a base. <laughs> it depends on how how you charged up your little electric cart, how fast you can go. No, Frankie's pretty fast, isn't he? No, listen, you, you guys got to come out. I see. It's, you. A, I see it's you. a Wednesday, Friday, and the guys are pretty good players. Now, I'm the second youngest on the team mm -hmm. at 63. In this league, you got to be 60. And then in tournament play, mm -hmm. and they have the World Series of Senior Softball. In, in Vegas mm -hmm. annually, and they break it down 60 to 70, you know, 70 and 80 and 80 to heaven. All right, and our team, we got some in the 70 to 80 kind of thing. Um, I would say our average age on our team, probably 72. Okay. But the guys can, they, they play pretty good ball. Um, you know, to answer your question, Brian, each base has those. Uh, walking sidewalks that on airports. Do they have like guys out there like yeah. guiding them yeah, this, <laughs> to the base? This way with cones. Anyway, <laughs> mock us if you want. At least but we're trying. You said softball. You're going to compare something. Okay. Yes. Okay. I get out there and I'm a competitive person. Yeah. You know, I, I'm competitive. I want to beat you in whatever game we're doing, right? Sure. All right. And out there, I'm more competitive with myself. Okay, I'm not going to brag some dude or something like that. That's terrible. Um, so I want to play and play well. Uh, and so I'm competitive with myself. But then, you know, somebody gets in an attitude or another team does some action toward one of our players. All right, in my mind, here's what I'm thinking. Oh, really? Are you going to do that to one of our guys? I'm going to get you, you know? And, 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 you know, I thought, you know, I did it one year. It was last season, actually. 
And this third baseman on this other team was just talking some smack. And then you're supposed to get out of the way of the guy running around the third, the home. He's kind of getting in the way, which is, is really interference with the runner. But, sure. But the, each team provides their own umpire kind of thing. Okay. So forget about it. And so I decided, if he pitches me inside, I'm going to line that third baseman. Okay? And first pitch, I'm telling you, I hit a rocket, man. And the guy, it went between his legs. All right. It was, it was about knee high, and he didn't get his glove down. It didn't, it didn't hit him, mm -hmm. but I thought it. I had made my mind up. If I get it inside, I'm going to pull that ball. Hopefully the third base coach is not in line. And, and so, or, you know, oh, you're going to slide and take out one of our guys? If I get on base, I'm going to slide if I can break up a double play. You're not supposed to, but you can be a jerk and do it. Sure. And so for me, and then they get down on each other. Okay, I don't want to be around that negativity this year. Because I want to enjoy it. I don't want it to create stress. You know, I don't want to be mad at myself because I get in that mindset and then I'm going to be like the rest of them, man. And I keep trying to say, look, you know, some of us play college ball and we barely got through that and none of us got signed to the minor leagues. And uh, by the way, I need an update on the Yankee game, man. It was 4-1 to one when I got in here. Um, so uh, check that out. That's very important. And so I, I'm gonna I'm making the decision this year. If it's gonna be all of that, I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing pickleball. You know. I'm trying to do things for mental health. Playing golf league. Um, and so uh, I'm gonna do what do you what do you call that swimming? Um, synchronized? synchronized swimming. I'm thinking about doing that. I can't float, man. There's no way I can do that. I don't like floating. I don't really do it. Too well. uh, I'm going under. There's no doubt. Yeah. So anyway, that's the way in life. You know, let's say that you're leading worship, okay, and somebody doesn't like the way, they don't like that music, right. and they come and say something to you, mm -hmm. well, that affects you. Sure. You know, you could say, yeah, you, you know, my Lord, you know, this is not the 50s or, you know, something like that, and so don't do that. You know, you got to be a sacrifice. You got to renew your mind, and if you don't, and that goes to Corinthians, make it obedient to mm -hmm. the truth of Christ. You know, that's us responsibility. Right. And I think you said it first. So really, we can't be transformed unless our mind is transformed. There's no possible way for us to be transformed in who we are if we have not no. had the thought process or believed and admitted to saying, I need to be transformed or allowing your or allowing your mind to be transformed. It's not possible. So that's why we say, hey, all those who come to Jesus and believe can enter his kingdom. The thing is, the word believe is not just a heart statement. The heart is just pumping blood. Your mind needs to believe. Everything goes to the belief and the faith that we have starts here so we can actually live. So, yeah, we can't be transformed unless we know it, unless we yeah. can. And, and that's the whole, I, I use three words. And, and I said, you got to be transformed. Okay. And that is, is, is simply going and transforming to this 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 mindset that is unhealthy mm -hmm. towards ourselves or towards others or some organization or group or whatever, um, and, and when we take that and make it captive, make it captive and make it obedient, that is a transformation. Yeah. We are now making and getting into control, right? Being instead of being submissive to some negativity, we're right. taking control of that. And then it's the idea, uh, he said, by the renewing of your mind. 
And and in the in, in the renewal, it's like a new birth. Right. I'm telling you, if you're in negative thinking and you begin to renew your mind, you know, like for me, Philippians, think on these things, Craig. Mm -hmm. Whatever's good, whatever's pure, whatever's love, you know. I have to do that. That's one of those. And then the mind is, uh, the mind is, it's our thinking. It, it, I think it, it engages our will to follow, mm -hmm. you know, and how we're going to deal. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes we have to do an evaluation between, you know, our brain and our heart, our emotions, right. you know, and it's evaluating that mind and the mind. And I joked about the old commercial back in the days. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. It was a college commercial, I think. Uh -huh. And my, I always say, well, the mind is a terrible thing. My mind's a bad neighborhood, and I should move out. Okay, but I when know. I watched that back, and you said that, I died laughing. She's yes. like, I wish I could move out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody taking that? Who's got land? Anybody got other land? I'll jump in your brain. <laughs> it, it's it's so crazy because you know the mind is you know because it says because we have our spiritual self which is our discernment and different things but sometimes our discernment and our thinking are not linking up mm -hmm. and it's a problem sometimes with me is that my just my i think too much and my discernment is saying something else it's like when our our discernment and our, our spiritual thinking match up with our actual thinking you know because that's really what jesus did yeah he, he healed people which is Listen, I mean, I would tell people on Sunday, that's really great. I'm glad people were healed. But Jesus was more about, hey, listen, where's your mind at now? Where where are you going? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you put did you want to say something? No. Oh. oh. He's telling us we have five, <laughs> five minutes, minutes to go or less. I wanted to say something. He's like, teacher. <laughs> I love his cap today, the hat he's wearing. Very nice. Um but I'm only wearing it because it's green. It is green, and he's a Celtics fan. So me? no, I'm not. No, I'm no, I'm not. No, oh. Craig. What are you talking about? Me? He's a Heat fan. I'm not a Celtics. Brian's fan. a Heat fan. I'm a Heat fan. I've been a Celtics fan since the early '70s, like '73. You were great at basketball when you're youth. There's a picture of you in the newspaper, wasn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that that picture, I um, it was my junior year of high school, uh -huh. and there was a picture in the paper. Uh, I got MVP that year, and then um, the next year. I played soccer for the first time, and uh, got MVP that year. And uh, but I was looking, I was college was looking at me in my junior high school. All right. Well, there's only about a hundred people on the planet at that time, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say no. You really wasn't good at sports. I went to that college, and I was a power forward. It was a real small college, and no, kidding, I was point guard. <laughs> you know how old it was? What? It wasn't like the peach basket when Naismith created basketball right mm -hmm. all right but up until my no the three-point line didn't come out until i was out of college huh <laughs> look it up three-point <laughs> line in my freshman and sophomore year it was a technical foul if a guy dunked the basketball really really so there's only layups and two points just that's yeah and i had my look, he's just proving he's just proving how like old he is at this point. I That's okay, you're wise. I burped the other day. It was dusty. <laughs> 1979 is when the three-point line wow, came into yeah. play. I graduated high school. So it would have been college, um, second year of college. I, uh, seven, I graduated high school in 77. When did you, Ma you marry Melody? When, when you uh, August of 1980. That's right. It was 80. That's right. I thought, yeah. It was after that. Did you get out of college first or did you... 
I had one year at that college, and uh, it was just too radical for me. It was just too over the top strict. Right. And, um, and you started doing church stuff. No, I I, uh, I worked for a company in Miami called General Development Corporation in the accounting department. And uh, in fact, they had this benefit that if you went to school, they'd pay for your schooling. So they pay for my rest of my college. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, it was not religious stuff. <laughs> it was just community college. Uh, and then, um, then, you know, I was with them almost nine years and went the ministry track. Wow. That's really awesome. I don't know how we got on that. Sorry. Uh, I was also saying, so yet yeah, to end our thing here, we're only got two more minutes left to run there. Um, but that's really what Jesus did with transforming people. He says, well, that's great. Your, your legs healed. You're healed now. You're, you're, you're not, you're not a leper anymore, but do you understand the renewing that your mind and who you are? I think that was just bringing them to our identity and then who they really were. And that, and that's really what, so the miracle really is that the person was being transformed. Well, the woman at the well in John 4, you know, go get your husband. I don't have a husband. Yeah, you're right. You've had, you've had four and the person you're with, you're not married to that one. Okay. And and so he's talking to her about her brokenness. Right. Okay. And then where she went from there is transformed. The woman caught in adultery in John 8. He goes, look, go and sin no more. Don't, don't be doing that. It was a trap if you really look at all that. And it was just to test Jesus. Right. The transformation is stop what you're doing. You're not gonna stop what you're doing until you think differently. Right. You know, and, and so that's how it all came together. Yeah, that's awesome. Listen, guys, uh, we uh, we should actually we'll, we'll we'll try and listen our guests that we're supposed to be having Cordy and them. We actually just moved and stuff, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So we uh, we're, we're gonna have some other guests in here soon. But we want to thank our uh, executive producer, which is Brian. Brian. Uh, you heard him on the mic. What's the score for the Yankees, by the way? Did you figure that out? It was five one. Five yeah, it was four one when I left. Nice. Two and two, baby, with Cleveland. That's right. And so we got to win that. Yankees cannot. If the Yankees do not go to the series and win, I think the GM and head coaches, the the, the managers, are trouble. Because I think they they got. I don't want to wish. They got judged though, right? They got judged. Yeah, they haven't signed a contract, and now. Okay, now they got all these team lining up. I mean, this guy's gonna be looking at what? What do you think, Brian? Three hundred million dollar contract for what? Baseball. He's, a, he's gonna be. I don't watch baseball. You don't watch baseball? No. Nah. I only watch baseball if I'm there. Like I went, like, <laughs> like when I went to New York, I went to a New York Mets game. Oh, but wow. that was just because we got free tickets. I wouldn't go willingly. <laughs> it's okay. I know you. The other New York team. The other New York. Not the Mets. We got them in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, spring training. The, the, the single-A Mets, you know. They're good. I like to go out there. You yeah. get plenty of seats. There's not many people there. <laughs> and this, this podcast is brought to you by baseball. No, I'm kidding. No. Nope. Uh, we, we want to thank Brian, our executive producer, and, of course, our senior pastor, Pastor Craig. Uh, we had a great time with you guys today with our icebreaker game and everything that was going on. And we that also discussing uh, your extraordinary mind. Until next time, Craig, you want to say any last words? Hey, look. <clears throat> Don't don't beat yourself up. God thinks a lot more about you in a positive way and his love towards you and his belief in you than you actually know and what you think about yourself. So why don't you just kind of search out God and see what he thinks about you because that is the truth. That's right. All right, guys. Until next time. Until next time.